Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. Ave Maria. Ave Maria. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our blessed Lord speaks to us. St. Matthew relates that he spoke to the crowds and to his disciples. And although he did this some 2,000 years ago in the flesh, nonetheless, he speaks to us today the crowds and his disciples in the spirit and certainly in the authentic teaching of his church. And he says, the scribes and the Pharisees sit on the Moses chair. So practice and observe what they tell you, but, do not, but not what they do. For they preach, but do not practice. And we can ask ourselves, how does this apply to us today? St. Thomas would, of course, always make a distinction. And what is striking is that the scribes and the Pharisees, many of them were priests. And our Lord didn't say the priests sit on Moses' chair, but rather he made the distinction of those who separate themselves from others. And at the same time, our Lord didn't wish to speak badly of Moses and the Mosaic authority. How could he, since this was delivered to us by God? In addition to this, St. Paul and St. Peter both tell us that all authority comes from God. And that is essentially why we respect, we honor, and we obey authority. Because this is the way in which God speaks to us. But we need always to make distinctions, which our Lord certainly does. Practice and observe what they tell you. It's understood that as long as what they tell us is not contrary to the gospel, not contrary to the teachings of Christ, and certainly not contrary to the tradition of the church. But he says we have to be careful in what is what we see them do. How does this apply to us today? In many ways, we know what the church has always taught. Throughout the centuries, the church has taught us the things that belong to God and has defined it in the sacred councils, in the authentic teachings of the magisterium, by the lives and the teachings of the saints who are recognized by the church, and of course, 
by the practice and the belief of the ordinary people. When we see these or hear these things being contradicted, we have a Catholic spirit that makes us feel uncomfortable. And that in itself is not, should not trouble us. After all, our Lord himself speaking to the disciples said to them, those who hear you, hear me. And those who hear me, hear not me, but the one who sent me. And then he goes on to say that his flock hear his voice. They do not follow the voice of strangers. And so when we hear strange things, things that disturb us, we should then listen more carefully for the voice of the Good Shepherd. So to be blunt, the Church's teaching in regard to the sacraments, and in particular to the sacrament of matrimony, is abundantly clear that what God has joined together, man may not divide. The Church has believed this from the very beginning. And indeed, from the very beginning, there have many who have been dissatisfied with their marriage, for whatever reason. And they have asked the Church to annul their marriage and in some cases even to permit them to divorce their wives. The Church has answered each case on its own merit. And there have been many kings, dukes, princes, who have asked the Church to look, to investigate their marriage. And the Church whether it be a king, a prince, or whether it be a humble faithful, has answered according to the norms that have been established in recognizing the validity of a marriage. In the case of Henry VIII, who asked that his marriage be annulled, the church had investigated, the church had made a decision, and the church had pronounced that the marriage was valid. The Pope knew very well what was at stake. The sacrament, the truth of Christ, or the abandonment by the King of the Church and the separation of a whole nation from the Church. But the sacrament takes precedence. The teaching of the Church comes first and so the Church stood firm, and England left the bosom of the Church, with the shedding of much blood, as we well know. But the Church was faithful. Today, once more, we see an attack on the sacrament of marriage. Once more, we hear those who are saying, that marriage is a heavy burden, it's hard to bear. And those who defend the sacrament are made to appear as if they are the Pharisees and scribes who lay heavy burdens and are not willing to move those burdens.
far from this. Those who hold firm to the constant teaching of the church do exactly what our blessed Lord did. Those who hold fast to the teachings of the church, the married couples who have difficulty in their marriage, they should recognize that it's the cross that has to be carried. And so we turn to the one who carried the heaviest cross of all, one he did not deserve, one that he took up because of his love for us, Christ Jesus. And here we have it, that to carry the cross means to love. Not to carry the cross, to reject the cross, is to fail in love. Yes, we recognize that not all the situations in which we find ourselves are pleasant, but we recognize them to be crosses, crosses that we carry, and as we are in the centenary of the coming of Our Lady to Fatima, remember that she asked us to carry the burdens of our daily responsibilities. So we turn to her, who is a mother, and who followed her son even as he carried his cross all the way to Calvary. The weight was on her heart as well. She stood at the foot of the cross and she offered up the sacrifice of her beloved son for our salvation, for our redemption. Her son died so that we might be saved. Her heart was broken so that it might be wide enough to embrace all of us. So whatever cross the Lord in his goodness, in his mercy, has laid on us, let us ask that love to carry it with fidelity, even to the top of Calvary, knowing that if we die on the cross, we will rise glorious with him who died on the cross for our salvation. And we turn to our blessed daily and ask her to pray for us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Ave Maria. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us pray for the needs of our church and of the world, for ourselves and for our families. We pray for Francis, our Pope, the successor of Peter, the Bishop of Rome, that the Holy Spirit will strengthen him in his ministry and that he might be faithful to the teachings of Christ in all things. Lord Harris. We pray for our bishops, the College of Bishops, that they, the successors of the Apostles, will be faithful in their mission and in their vocation to bring Christ into our world. Lord Harris. We pray for all those who exercise authority, that they might be faithful to the Word of God, to the natural law which has been revealed to us in our hearts and that they do all that is good so that those who are entrusted to their care may safely travel 
in this journey to paradise, Lord Harris. We pray for peace in our world. We pray that the Lord in his mercy will fill the hearts of those who govern with a sense of justice and of mercy. Lord Harris. We pray for parents, the first teachers of their children, that they might instill in the hearts of their children not only a love for God's law, but also the mercy of Christ. Lord, hear us. We pray for ourselves that we might be faithful to our baptismal vows and promises, that we might live the Christian life, and that through our trials and the carrying of the cross, we may save not only our souls, but all of the, all the souls that depend on us. Lord, hear us. We pray for the dead, especially the recently dead, that Christ might soon and readily welcome them into his eternal kingdom. Lord, hear us. Confident always of the intercession of Mary, our mother, we ask her to pray for us as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Bless her, thou and woman, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. Lord Jesus Christ, our mediator with the Father who has been pleased to appoint the most blessed Virgin, your mother, to be our mother also, and our mediatrix with thee. Mercifully grant that whosoever comes to you seeking your favors may rejoice to receive all of them through her. Amen. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Mm -hmm.